0: Welcome back to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's episode, I am joined by freshman on the Bemidji State women's hockey team, Olivia Dronin. Olivia is a four-year letter winner for the Moorhead Senior High School Girls Hockey Program and a two-year captain with them as well. In her senior year, she posted 31 points off 11 goals and 20 assists in 31 games. Olivia was named to the Minnesota Class AA All-State Honorable Mention Team and state all-tournament team as well. She finished her high school career with 121 points, uh, 48 goals, and 73 assists, including a career-high 38 points. This season with the Beavers, Olivia recorded her first collegiate point against Wisconsin and has 14 block shots. Uh, welcome to College Hockey Talk, Olivia, and how's everything going? Great.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to get it going.
0: I'm excited to have you on as well, and I want to start off this podcast sort of talking about the beginning of your hockey career and sort of working all the way down. So, obviously, you're from Moorhead, Minnesota, so talk about growing up there and how did you start playing hockey?
1: Yeah, um, growing up in Moorhead, it's kind of just a hockey town. Um, I grew up, I have two older brothers, so they kind of got me into it. My dad, he builds a rink every year. Um. So that's kind of where I first started skating. It was probably on the outdoor rink and then got into skating at practices, my brothers. And then my parents just decided to go for it and get me into hockey. So that's kind of where I started. Um, My brothers have always been a big part of my hockey career, pushing me to be better for sure, shooting pucks in the garage. Um, Yeah, but I've always dreamed of putting on the sweat jersey. Everyone in Moorhead does playing at the varsity hockey level. And then just going from there.
0: Who was your favorite player growing up? Was it someone on the wild or was it a women's player on the national team?
1: Um, yeah, I always loved watching the Lamarue twins, them playing at UND and then, well, playing at Minnesota and then to UND and then watching them in the Olympics, of course. And then they're both from Grand Forks, which is super close to Moorhead. So that's always been fun watching them.
0: Now, before college hockey, you played for your high school in Moorhead. So, talk about your high school hockey experience with that team, and sort of what you took away uh, from your time there.
1: Yeah. So, coming into high school hockey, our our um, high school girls program wasn't we didn't have the strongest um, high school program. And then my freshman year, we got a new coach, Ryan Kraft, and we were always super strong growing up, like our my teams and he kind of flipped the script and we started winning my senior year. We ended up going to state after seventeen years of not going. So that was pretty cool. We hadn't been there since around two thousand six when most of us were born. So that was awesome. Definitely such a memorable experience, even though we lot we did lose that first game at state, but then we ended up being consolation champs and getting to hang a bait banner at the end of the year so
0: is yeah, that your uh, awesome. is that your best um high school hockey memory you have or is it something else maybe
1: yeah definitely um that was probably the section final is probably my favorite memory of high school um playing against Roso in the section final it's kind of just like this is what you've dreamed about going to state and against Roso, we've always been rivals so but playing against those girls too like I've grown up playing against the same exact girls and girls since I was probably six years old. So it's pretty awesome.
0: Now talk about the Minnesota high school hockey scene just how unique it is because not many players get to stay in their hometowns and develop their game <clears throat> at a high level. Like you guys can, like I know in the East coast, it's a lot different than it is up in Minnesota. So how cool is it to sort of be a part of that um, unique high school hockey scene that you guys have in the Midwest?
1: Yeah, it's definitely awesome. We have all the opportunities, all the experiences, everything to just make us the best hockey players we can be growing up in Minnesota and then growing up for your hometown. I mean, it's the best experience you get playing with your best friends that you've grown up with since you were six years old, all the way up getting to learn and grow off of them and just be the best you can be and then winning and having that experience with all those girls that you've worked so hard to get with yeah, it's, it's amazing experience. I wouldn't change anything for the world. I loved it.
0: Now, how do you think your experience with Moorhead helped prepare you for college hockey?
1: Yeah. So playing for Moorhead definitely helped me prepare for college hockey by just like all of the, everyone in Moorhead is just behind you. You have so many resources to just be the best you can be. And like skating this summer, I've been skating with all the college hockey boys and my brother and, all of them so that's definitely prepared me to play in the WCHA against those big girls and get a play the fast speed with them yeah
0: now let's talk about your recruitment process now uh what was that like for yourself and what made you want to go to Bemidji State versus other schools you might have looked at
1: yeah um I was looking at a few different schools I knew that I wanted to play in the WCHA I It wasn't that I didn't want to go far away from home. I just knew I wanted to play in the WCHA, and I wanted that experience. It's the best league in the country, and playing in that league is just what I wanted. And so, Bemidji, um, I visited here, I think it was my junior year, and I just loved it. I loved how close it was to home. I loved the coaches. I loved the scene. The facility is it was just a fit for me I knew right away after leaving that this was a fit
0: talk about what it's like playing in the WCHA and just the competition you guys face each game because obviously you had a tough series against Minnesota yesterday so I'm just curious what it's like going up against those like high-end players from those teams
1: yeah Um, it's awesome but it is it was definitely an adjustment playing in WCHA you're playing against some of the best players in the country playing against Olympians like Every single day, every single weekend, you're playing against Olympians. And for me, like there's girls that are like Caleb Barnes, she's seven years older than me. So that's just kind of crazy to think about, like you're playing against girls who you were like looking up to really when you were young. And I mean, it's just an all around great experience for me. And jumping into that, it's pushed me to be better and pushed me to be faster, stronger on my feet more. Yeah.
0: And what would you say was, like, the biggest adjustment you've had to make to college hockey? Is it that speed and physicality that you sort of alluded to?
1: Yeah, definitely the speed and physicality. Um, I mean, the first few games, I definitely was getting tossed around a little bit. I'm not the biggest player, but I'm fast, and I use that, my speed. But, yeah, definitely the size of girls and just the speed.
0: Now You got your first collegiate point against Wisconsin when you assisted on a Haley Armstrong goal. Um, so talk about that play and what was it like getting your first point, especially against Wisconsin?
1: Yeah, going into that Wisconsin game, I was definitely nervous. It was our first series against them. So I knew all the Olympians on that team and all the big and strong girls. I just kind of put my nose down and got to work just like everyone else on my team does. And the – it was in the second period, and the puck was coming around the boards. I just picked it up, passed it down low, and Haley Armstrong does what she does and scored. She's, she's a good goal scorer, so it was definitely a good assist to get to her.
0: Now, you guys recently traveled to Pittsburgh for an in-season tournament, so talk about your experience there and what that was like being <laughs> to play. Um, some non-conference teams that you normally don't get to see.
1: Yeah, it's always fun to play against non-conference teams. Uh, playing against Colgate, a top ten team, It's awesome. I mean, we play top ten teams every weekend, but it's just to see. Like, it's just fun to see like the different style of play that they play, and like it really is crazy. Like the physicality from different leagues from WCHA, even like every time we play an out of conference team, we have like probably five more penalties than we would on a other WCHA weekend, just because that's how like the reps are it just varies very yeah varies a lot
0: what's the difference between like a team like colgate versus a team like wisconsin and minnesota because obviously both all three of those teams are top 10 teams in the country but i'm curious if there's like any sort of difference in their style of play because they play in different conferences
1: yeah i would say colgate is definitely more of like a pretty team like they are more of like fancier plays, fancier goals. Like, they like to make the perfect pass, the perfect play, where, like, Minnesota is in that way too, but they are more of a, like, grinder grinding team. Like, they are physical. They like to play the body. They like more of the physical game style. Like, first Colgate is more just, like, backs up a little and likes some fancier, fun plays.
0: Yeah. And obviously sort of how – I'm curious why the physicality is a little bit different from those leagues because I feel like now more – I guess more like physicality is being allowed in women's hockey, which I think is a good thing. But I'm curious um, – what, how do you sort of adjust to, like, the different referees that happen from different games that you play in?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, our coaches kind of just tell us, like, we know going into a non-conference game that it's going to be that way. It's just how it is. But so we kind of just know, like, you can't really – be as aggressive as you are, which it does affect from our style of play because that's what maybe is definitely an aggressive, grindy team. Like, that's just what we're kind of known for. So, going into those games, you just kind of have to realize like, you can't go flying into the board, That someone. You just have to box them out and work that way.
0: Now, one thing you are known for is how good of a shot blocker you are, especially as a defender. So, I'm curious how you've worked on that part of your game throughout your career and how do you sort of know when it's a good time to put your body on the line and deflect a shot or block one
1: Yeah, I was definitely more of a shot blocker in high school now compared to now against all the hard shots we've been going up against but yeah, it's definitely just a respect thing like going up against shots like that you get gained so much respect from your teammates, your coaches, everybody. It's just you got to lay your line, lay your body out on the line just to save save a goal or save a game. And I've kind of just learned that just growing up and being a defenseman. i played a lot of forward in high school. So being a winger and blocking shots is kind of just a big part of my game always. And I think part of that is growing up with brothers, like just being more aggressive and kind of, yeah.
0: What would you say is like the hardest shot you've ever blocked so far in college?
1: Um, probably... Abby Murphy's one timer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's got a bomb. So but that was a big part of what our coaches told us this week this weekend. You gotta get in front of Abby Murphy's shot. So that's what oh, we yeah.
0: did. Yeah. That she would be scoring like eleven goals a game if people weren't doing that. So um, Yeah. From your perspective, what's been like the biggest improvement you've made to your game this season? Has it been that shot blocking aspect or has it been something else?
1: Um, Probably just play more defensive. I've always been a super offensive defenseman. So probably just, like, getting more used to the defensive style of game. I mean, high school, it's a lot different. Like, you can just skate the puck up whenever you want and do that. So, um, and definitely Bemidji, we haven't had, like, a crazy amount of offensive chances. So I think playing more defensive has really, like, improved my game for the better. So, yeah.
0: Now what are your team's goals and expectations for the rest of the season?
1: I mean our goals obviously are try win the next few series but got to be kind of realistic and look at we need to win the big games like the St. Thomas series next weekend that's going to be a big play into our playoffs and our points so I think that's kind of what we're focused on right now is just taking it weekend by weekend and getting that St. Thomas game on Friday and then getting it on Saturday
0: so let's transition now to a segment I like to call the non-hockey segment where I ask you some non-hockey questions get to just to get to know you a little bit more off the ice. So first one is what music do you like to listen to?
1: Um definitely country. I like to go to a lot of country concerts in the summer. So that's definitely probably the best music case I think, but I do listen to a lot of like pop or EDM on game days.
0: Yeah. Who's your favorite country artist?
1: Um, probably Morgan Wallen, Chris Stapleton. I like mm-hmm. Zach Bryan. I'm going to a Zach Bryan concert in August, so I'm super excited for that.
0: That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, I, do, I love Morgan Wallen as well, and I would say I'm into more like into like hip hop and rock music, sort of that's kind of thing. But I'm sort of all over the board. It just sort of depends on the mood I'm in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, next non-hockey. This yeah. is sort of a this is sort of a hockey question, but uh, with the PWHL starting up, there's been a huge conversation conversation around physicality in women's hockey and the big hits that have been happening. So my question is to you is what's the biggest hit you've ever delivered in your hockey career?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, Probably last year against Minnetonka, my senior year of high school, I remember I was going I was playing forward. I was going up to block shot, and I – I just kept going and hit the winger pretty hard. My feet left the ground, so I got called up for that. But it was a good hit.
0: Hey, we should have a story to tell. And if you kill off the penalty, then we yeah. can just forget. We can forget about that one. So, um, that's funny. Yeah. Um, let's, let's talk about some of your teammates. Uh, who's the funniest pl- teammate you have at Bemidji?
1: Definitely Chloe Lund. Yeah, she's the funniest for sure on our team.
0: Now, you obviously have the best off-the-ice style, but besides yourself, which teammate has the best style on that team?
1: Well, probably Kendra Fortin.
0: Now, what's the most interesting thing you've read or seen this week?
1: Um, We do these – probably we do these mental health – we have a mental health um, professional come in, and he came in last week. And we just talked about like doing trust with our teammates and we had to like disarm these mouse traps with your eyes closed. So that was super fun and interesting, but yeah, that's probably it.
0: Yeah. I'll I Mine's probably more like just like NFL playoffs and stuff. I think the one thing I saw that was cool <laughs> was I saw that the NHL is doing like a fantasy draft with different celebrities for the all-star game uh, coming up. Like Justin Bieber has a team. I'm trying to think really? of uh, Michael Bublé as a team. And I just thought that was pretty cool. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I,
1: that's awesome. I,
0: and then they're also – it's going to be, like, the last All-Star game for, like, the next two years because they're having an international tournament next year. And then the Olympics are in 2026. So, it's going to be kind of crazy to think about that this is going to be the one of the last All-Star games for the next few years.
1: Yeah, I saw those jerseys the
0: other day. Those are pretty sweet. Those, do, I thought, I think uh, Beaver designed them himself for that
1: really yeah that's true
0: now if you could have lunch with anyone in the world uh, who would it be and why
1: oh that's a good question (laughs) um probably probably like Zach Ryan of Arumalan I don't know I think that'd be super cool to meet
0: them would you make them play like an acoustic version of one of their songs
1: yeah for sure I would
0: that's awesome um, now, last non-hockey question is: uh, If there was a movie made about your life, uh, who would you want to play yourself? Oh, um,
1: probably like Blake Lively or someone like
0: that. Yeah. Yeah, I always say Ryan Reynolds, so I think that's a good uh, that's a good <laughs> answer. So
1: yeah.
0: Now, getting back to some hockey questions. Now, my first one is: What advice would you give to younger players who are trying to pursue a scholarship in Division One college hockey?
1: I think just always keep grinding, like, even when no one's watching, keep pushing, keep grinding, Um, probably, yeah, like, just keep grinding, stay on it, even if you're not talking to any schools or anything, just, it'll come if you keep working hard, and just be patient with the whole recruiting process, it's, it's a lot, but in the end, it's, it's awesome.
0: Now, what should be done to help grow women's hockey from your perspective?
1: Um, I think just the PWHL, that's pretty sweet. Just, like, keeping having fans going to that, having younger girls doing that. Um, I think that we should have more college women's hockey teams, like, in Michigan, Boston. Like, you know, more. Michigan doesn't even have, they have, what, six men's hockey teams, not a single woman's. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, that is crazy for me. So, like thinking about Minnesota, we have almost every school has like a women's hockey team. D one, or D two or D three. So, yeah, Yeah, I
0: know. Uh, I'm with you on that because there's a lot of good players from Michigan, and you'd want them to play for those schools. So, Um, and also like it would be cool if like uh like different SEC or like uh, West Coast teams had had them as well to sort of expand it from not just the Midwest and East Coast. Yeah. Now, I guess uh, one more question I want to ask you, Olivia, is do you have any shout-outs you want to give to any of your teammates, family members, and, or friends, and who should we have on the podcast next?
1: Um, Shout-out to the More Girls High School team, for sure, and I think we should have one of them come on next, Kate Kosobach, she's committed to the Golfers or Taylor Bruski, she's committed to Quinnipiac.
0: Awesome. Yeah. We'll definitely uh, reach out and see what they have to say. But, uh, Olivia, I just want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your day and coming on. I really appreciate that. I wish you all the best for the rest of the season and uh, best of luck uh, moving forward. I really enjoyed this conversation, though.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on.